0: So what is a Kel hour?
1: A Kel hour is when you're standing there with Kel, obviously, <laughs> and he is going on about something that you're actually interested in. It's that right. like it's a conversation like self-loathing? He's talking about himself. He's talking about something that you and him are collectively involved in. Right. And it's interesting. It and then is. you start talking and he starts talking and he starts sharing ideas and. And the next thing you know, you're standing there for like three hours. Right. Yeah.
0: When I first met Cal, I was on the phone with him for no less than three hours at a time. Three or four hours minimum. Yeah.
1: I was standing there for like a long
0: time. Yeah. Cal's interesting. Yeah, he is. He 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 had an interesting life. He did. Yeah. He still does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the thing about Cal is for the people I get to know him, he's like really genuine. He's really genuine and fun, but he also be in some mess. Like he be in some stuff. That I'm just like, kill how? Yeah, how? He was telling
1: me about his uh, business, early business venture. I'm not sure if he told you the story, the text.
0: Nah, I don't remember. He probably mentioned it, but not like a deep.
1: Number. And just that alone. I'm like, dude, that is am- how old are you? Like, right. What the
0: hell? I feel like he should be like 40. Yeah, he could be, you know, black don't cry. Yeah,
1: exactly. He was telling about his business ventures early on before he started jumping into photography and it's like i i can't see that and he showed me old photos before his hair like i don't even recognize you like who are you you? like what the hell you could be like a spy right like a sleeper agent
0: like Gil when he had that high top fade for a little bit oh my god
1: i still look at those photos and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) by the way i was like 300 pounds back then so that head was huge
2: yeah, you know,
1: how your phone reminds you of old photos. Hey, anniversary of this photo. Like, nope.
0: I like showing my husband old fat photos of himself. Oh, he cringes so hard. I love oh it. Oh, my God.
1: Alex still does that. She'll just, you know, all those side by side photos. Yeah, she makes them. Oh, wow. She, she makes all of them. I'm like, oh, please stop. She's like, just post that one. I'm like, all right, I'll post that one.
0: Let them know you was thick.
1: Yeah. Thick, oh, thick. No. Fuck.
0: It's weird, like, knowing you, I guess, because I see you every day. You know, when you see someone every day, it's hard to s- notice the difference. Mm-hmm. But then I sell you, like, old photos of you, and I'm like, whoa.
2: Yeah, I still
1: feel big. I mean, I still am big, but I st- I ha- I'm i a lot smaller. A lot than, smaller. Than I was before. But you
0: know what's weird? I don't think if you got any or, like, much skinnier than this, you would look good. Mm-hmm. It just, you look like, very proportioned. So I feel like maybe just, like, work out or, like, build tone muscle up. tone, right, yeah. if you want to. But I think if you got skinnier than this, you would like look My sick. legs
1: are, like, really skinny now. Right. Compared to before. But, and my arms are a lot smaller now, which is, like, alright, cool, but I want to tone up right. a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. Same, then, thing,
0: same thing with my husband. He... I told him I don't want to get any skinnier. I don't know. It just I feel like when you're too skinny, you look unhealthy. That's that's what it reads to me. Not that you are. I know some people have like really fast metabolisms they yeah. have like
1: thyroid issues. But and I don't want to be too small. Like Alex would not be with me if I was too small. No. Yeah. She'll be like, what the fuck?
0: I gauge whether or not I date people by whether or not I feel like they can intimidate a bear. Mm. And I know that sounds stupid, but I'm like serious. Do like, you think
1: that's biological? Because there's a lot of women who like that. And there's a lot of women who don't.
0: I don't know. I used to like be really into like skinny, not skinny, skinny guys, but like s- like smaller guys with like these really like hard bodies. Like my first boyfriend had an eight pack mm-hmm. and all the other dudes I would date were like football players or wrestlers, like all athletes. So they had these like really nice bodies. And that's what I was into. And then as I got older, I was just kind of like, I don't know, they didn't do it for me. And then mm-hmm. by my husband and he's he's not like you know, like Job of the Hut, but he's a little, you know, thicker. And I was like, damn, this is nice. Like normal. Right. <laughs> like I feel like this is healthy. So I feel like all the things I like about men now that I'm getting older, maybe are biological. So I, I appreciate Guy with a little bit more on his bones because I feel like he's healthy and I feel like he'd be around longer. And then... You know, if you can intimidate a bear, then we're good. You know, yeah. we can get dropped off on a remote island that no, has bears. bear?
1: No. A Wilton Manor bear?
0: Girl. Oh, we cannot intimidate a Wilton Manor bear. Although he is a hit in the LGBT community. Hmm. People think Victor is beautiful. My I was reading on, like, Tumblr or something. Yes, I still use Tumblr. I was reading on Tumblr or something one day where it says if a gay man hits on you, like, if you're a man, if you're, like, a cisgendered man and a gay man hits on you, like, that's it. Like, you know you look good. And I was like, oh, that's that's so funny or whatever. And then uh, a gay friend of mine saw a photo that I put up of Victor, and he was like, damn, Victor looked good. I didn't know Victor looked that good. You oh know, and I was like. <laughs> hit the jackpot so I was like
1: finally so would so how would you uh, compare that like you have girlfriends right how would you compare a gay man hitting on not hitting on your husband but saying that your husband is nice looking versus a, a woman
0: I don't know I feel like you know it's funny I don't share that sentiment that if you're gay and you're a man that you're interested in all the men that you see so if a if a if a gay man a gay not you know bi or anything like that but like just a straight up gay man were to tell my husband he's attractive I would just think that he thinks my husband's attractive but if a girl were to blatantly hit on my husband I would assume that she's trying to hit
1: Hmm.
0: right that's interesting yeah
1: because Uh some gay dudes will try to hit even though. Oh, yeah. Because they have some um, what what's the term I'm looking for? Sloppy ass gay dude. Not sloppy, but just messy, messy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where they'll do it in front of you. They yeah. Fuck.
1: They'll do it in front of you. Yeah. Or they'll hit you in the DMs and be like, hey,
0: because they know some of these dudes are on the DL yes. and they and some people know, like, mm-hmm. you know, they have that, that radar.
1: There's a they have the radar. They have that little radar where they can like that dudes. He's Straight, but you know, yeah, he he gamma. be in the grinder apps, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I feel like those guys are the worst. Mm. They're trash. The, I feel the, like
0: they're predatorial.
1: No, no, the gay guys who are in uh, oh straight relationship that like no, those them. guys they're they're, like they're they're fine. Like shout out to them, much love to them. The the predatory dudes because you want what you want and you get it. But I'm saying, <laughs> okay, if you're in a straight relationship. And your partner doesn't know that you're uh, interested in, you know, the opposite sex. And you're like having, you know, other sex with other people. I mean, cheating alone is bad. Right. But I feel like once you're living a double life, let's say if I'm cheating on Alex and I'm cheating on Alex with a dude named Alex. Right. So that you can keep the name straight. So I keep the name straight. That's smart. No, I was with Alex last night. I was with you. Right. Alex. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So. I feel like that's living a double life and you're lying. So you're you're double cheating. Right. You're double cheating. Right. You can't just double cheat. Just cheat. Yes,
0: you can Well, you know, I was going to say Haitians do it, but Haitians, you <laughs> know that they have three families.
1: Haitians have like four families minimum. Yes. Yeah.
0: So when you when at your age now, do what family number should you be on?
1: I should be on number three right at now. least right yeah.
0: at yeah. least yeah biologically you know, you stop having kids at a certain age mm-hmm. what makes Haitian men want to have so many families like why would you want to do that
1: I think it's the whole um feeling of I want to take care of people like G- Haitian people Haitian people in general want to help people they do but I feel like these Haitian men have that energy misdirected Right. And they have it misdirected at their lower regions. Right. Okay. So they want to help people have families because then there's, there's even like the Haitian, I know Haitian women who have destroyed families because of allowing another Haitian man or, or just seeing a Haitian man in his family. I want, I want my family to be like his Mm -hmm. and I want to start my own family. So fuck that. His previous wife, you're going to pay attention to me now. Mm. I've seen that a lot in my own family. So Damn. Yes. So it's not just Haitian men, it's Haitian women, too. I feel like it's just that culture in general. Some people just have that envious mentality where it's like, I want that. I want you to pay attention to my family only. Fuck your other three families. I'm your family now. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's messed up. But yeah, cheating is is wrong no matter how.
0: Sorry, going back to your point mm-hmm. about, you know, it obviously <clears throat> it's bad. I'm sorry, guys. It's 10 in the morning. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, it's bad to to lie to your partner and cheat. But most importantly, you said something about communication. If they're not communicating to their partner that they might yes. be bisexual uh-huh. or whatever your sexual orientation is. And I th- I'm going to talk about this because I talk about this all the time. It's so important to communicate with your partner and. I want people to understand this because a lot of people don't do it out of fear. Not that they don't love their partner or don't, don't they don't feel comfortable with their partner, but they're afraid. Now, if it's fear because you're not sure how they're going to take it and maybe you're early on in your relationship, maybe you just met or you've only been dating for a few weeks, I it, that's understandable. But if you're in a long-term committed relationship, And you feel not just that you're not saying anything, but you don't feel uh, comfortable or you are afraid of the way that your partner is going to react because of the way they've reacted to other news. That is a really unhealthy relationship for you to be in. So you should always feel like you can say something to your partner. I had a friend of mine who dated her boyfriend probably like seven years, I think, and never once in her relationship was she ever comfortable enough to tell him stuff? Like she would tell me things and I'm like, hey, you need to tell him. And she's like, well, I'm afraid he's going to yell at me.
1: Like what What type of things though?
0: It was literally anything. He was the kind of person where if he didn't like what you were saying, it was a fight or an argument. Or he was physically abusive. So it sometimes went there. So If you're afraid to tell your partner, if you're afraid for yourself because you don't like maybe it's embarrassing or you don't know what they're going to think of you, you, like you don't want them to think differently of you, that's different. But if you're afraid to tell them because of their reaction, that's an unhealthy relationship to be in. You should always feel like you can say something to your partner. I've said things to my husband that in a million years, some people wouldn't consider thinking of, you know, saying to their partner. But. We have such an open line of communication that I could tell Victor that I accidentally set the car on fire and he would be like, it's okay. Let's check with our insurance, see what we can do. Or someone else might be like, what? You set the car on fire. Bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? You stupid. Like, you know, we don't speak to each other that way. Mm-hmm. And we've established that we're not going to point names and name call and all that kind of stuff. So. I know that if I say something to my husband, he might be disappointed. He might shake his head, but he'll be like, all right, what can we do? What are we going to do now to fix this?
1: And talking about that, that's the same way me Alex are, is? Are, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's how we is. That's how we <laughs> ill. It, it, it's communication. You know, it's an open line of communication. X, Y. Right. You can't have two inputs you can't have like a output and an output right yeah have they have an input and then an output she'll say something and she'll be like, i'm going through this situation right now my mom oh my gosh things are going crazy she needs she needs things like right now okay well let's figure it out oh well let's just do this oh my gosh i didn't realize that oh i, I set the car on fire what the fuck and i'll go crazy oh my gosh you stupid bitch what the fuck is wrong with you Somebody has to be the one to be like, "Hey, uh, let's contact the insurance." Right. Oh wow, uh, crazy bitch setting car on fire isn't a policy. We can <laughs> we're covered, you know. And 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 is that is that mentality that a lot of um, people don't have, especially not being sexist, oh, sexist, suckics, sexist or anything. But I see a lot of men, especially in this generation, have this trait of. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say what I want to say. Right. Process things. And I'm seeing a lot more people move away from the whole communication around like where they're like, I don't give a fuck what she said. Oh, she said this and that. She she following this nigga that I don't like. Fuck that bitch. Talk to her. Hey, I saw that you ex- did something and I didn't really like it. It hurt my feelings. Can you tell me why you did this? Oh, actually He's my cousin. We grew up together. That's why I follow him. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah, me and him, we don't really talk. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm sorry, but he's my cousin. Right. (laughs) You know, you, you can talk. Is this possible for us to go through a relationship with him being my biological cousin and him having a feud with you? Can you overlook your feud and realize that he's my family? Wow. That makes sense. Yeah, I can. Talking. Right. That is so important. And going back to my point about people... Uh, straight men being uh, in homosexual relationships while they're being married. Yo, I'm interested in this thing right now. Um I know it's hard, but I'm into this. Is that OK? Or I've had X, Y, Z experience in my previous life. Are you OK with this? And I might uh, be interested in this thing. Can we work something out? Oh, actually, yeah, I like to watch. What? Oh, my gosh. What the fuck? Right. And then. I hit the jackpot. Why didn't you tell me this sooner? My homeboy is interested in you, you know, or something like that. And it's just, you open that line of communication. If she's disappointed, she disappointed. She at least is happy that, wow, I had no idea, but now I know. Right. This is how of person he is. Right. Or that's how of person she is. Right. Talking.
0: Right. And you never know. And you might learn something about your partner that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like I had a conversation with my husband a few years back and we've been together now for seven years. So we were already a few years in. And I remember telling a friend, I was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm really afraid to tell him. And he's like, just talk to him. Just talk to him. You know, he's a nice guy. What's the worst that can happen? I was like, oh, well, you know, because like it got to a point where I actually cared about what my husband thought about me. (laughs) So it's like, I don't want him to feel differently about me. And he's like, it's fine. Just talk to him. And so we went out to lunch and I had the conversation and I just kind of like held my breath. because I was like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? And he's like, oh, I do that, too. And I was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like, oh, OK. And he's like, yeah, We are like laughed about it. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been like holding this in for years because I didn't think he was going to like like it or he's going to think differently of me. And he does the same thing I do. Yeah. But it was like something that we do. Where we're like, you know, not together. So it's just like, oh, I don't want to think I'm selfish or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was it was just so funny. So like you really never know. And it just like it kind of made me think differently of my husband because I always think my husband's just like. This little powder puff, this little cream puff, it's yeah. just so precious and perfect, and like, and I was just like, oh, cool, you're just human, just
1: regular, you are just a regular guy, yeah, yeah, well, we're just regular people,
0: yeah, <laughs> we're just ordinary people. <laughs> so yeah, it's, you never know. So I, I love like being open with people, and you know, I people are like, oh, why you, why do you talk so openly about stuff? Why not? Mm-hmm. I'm not telling me with my social security number no. i'm just you know i want people to feel like okay that's the
1: thing like i really don't so i'll have so many different type of friends and be like oh i'm friends with so-and-so yeah so-and-so man he, he he's uptight bro he's uptight you know he don't he'll he don't play him right me and him talk about eating ass all day in group chats right him and i hate the whole uh i mean i understand that you can be a, a, a different type of person with everybody you know you have you'd be at work You'll be at work and you have a manager or you'll be at a restaurant and you're like, hi, sir, I'll take your order. There is a personality trait for like that situation. But if you have friends, don't be, uh, don't be Timothy, this Timothy, but on this day or this Timothy and you're with that friend. And then you end up like becoming different type of people with everybody else. And then when they go around, yeah, Tim, he's serious. No, he's not. He's actually a goofball. He watches anime. What? No, he's into football. Like I know a Tim. I know plenty of Tim's he's into anime. He, he, he's into these things and he watches Hentai. Does all this. Nah, man, no, no. Tim, he's, he, oh, that boy, he, he's serious, bro. No, he's not. Like, why, why, why is Tim, why are there Tim's in this world in 2020? Right. This world is so amazing and so dope. Why do you, why do people have to continuously lie? That's going back to our communication part. This is what I'm into. This is what I like. If you don't want to accept it, don't be my friend. Don't be my partner. Be yourself. Right. Like, come on, Tim. We, we need to grow up. Right. Like, what are we doing here?
0: Right. People have to learn to be selfish with themselves. Mm-hmm. And when people think of partnerships, they always think like you do like the fusion dance and you just become like one person now. Mm-hmm. No, like you're still your own person, your own individual. You don't have to lie to get people to like you. I actually like that my husband has interests that are literally almost like a 180 for mine. Like I love jazz and R&B and hip hop. He likes hardcore rap and metal and t- like what's it? Classic rock, you mm-hmm. know, he loves stuff like that. I don't, but when, you know, he listens to it, I like it sometimes and vice versa. He likes the music that I listen to. Like sometimes he'll play um, a metal song and I'll start headbanging and then I'll play some Jill Scott and he'd be like, Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's cool because you like now if I lied and said I like metal or he lied and said that he loves jazz and then, you know, it went that way. It's like we would never open our worlds up to each other and, and learn things like it's I think it's so dope that you can have people that are vastly different from you, but you get along. Like you said, like you'll know people and they'll be like, oh, well, they're into this and that or that. And I'm like. That yeah, that guy. Or yeah. I, I love I love having friends that people are intimidated by. It's a power thing. But I love when people are like, oh, you're friends with them. Oh, oh, like, I used to have this guy at work. <laughs> he I don't know if he's gonna listen to this podcast, but he was he's like he's very handsome. He's a very handsome guy, but he's like a dork and he loves watching anime. And that's like all we ever talked about. So um, before he was moving, you know, like girls will always be like, yo, put me down, put me down. And I was like, okay. And never do it. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, you actually don't like anime. You don't like this thing that he likes. You don't play these video games and stuff. So I don't I don't think I'm not even gonna waste his time. You know what I mean? So before he left, you know, people would just be like, oh put me down, put me down, or whatever. And I'm like, him? Yeah, him, girl. He's so fine, girl. Girl, you friends with him? You so lucky. Him? Him? <laughs> like him? So, yeah. If you're, if you just like, learn to just be okay, and don't lie either. Like Michael B. Jordan. What, what is Naruto? N- N- Naruto. N- Naruto. Naruto. Yeah, I Naruto.
1: forgot. Naruto.
0: No, Naruto. Naruto. Yeah, I forgot how he said yeah. it. Whatever. You know, he liked anime, and the girls were like, "I like anime too." Girl, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. And then Meg B. Stallion came out and was like. I'm going to do my hair. Like, I don't know what his name is. So I don't really watch Tudoroki. my hair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, my God, let's go watch anime. And, yeah, because Meg is just like, I can be fine as hell and twerk on these videos and make this music and rap and and still go home and watch anime, and that's fine. And, like, I feel like Meg V. Stally and Michael B. Jordan are, like, really great versions of this is who I am. Um, You can think I'm a dork. You can think that's stupid, but this is what I like. And if you don't like it, then, like, tough. So, You never know. You could be lying about liking football and maybe you really like fruit baskets or, um, Ooh, what's that? Uh, or on high school host club. And there's some girl out there who just, to put your penis in her mouth now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, I love uh, the Ravens, but more Ravens, and uh, I love, uh, I love uh, soccer, you know, European soccer, not that American soccer, you know, f- football, uh, uh, yeah, I don't call it a uh, soccer, I call it football, you know, because I'm really into sports, and I love uh, Dwayne Wade, and, um, what's that guy, oh God, what's that guy's, uh, something, uh, it was some name that only my husband, can pronounce for some reason, <laughs> Something, I took think Kembo or something like that. He's a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like, uh, I like that <laughs> stuff, you know. And really, some girl out there really loves anime and wants to like again put your penis in her mouth. Then you've ruined that for yourself because now she hates football and yeah. you love it apparently. And <sighs> so you know, stop lying. You never know what people like. People secretly like stuff, or people do things that you wouldn't think of. That it it's just like hobbies, like. I was, uh, the other day I was, sh- I'm trying to learn how to, yeah, I'm trying to articulate things that I know about more. I don't know why or where I got into the habit of going uh, 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 so much. So I'll do things that I normally do and I'll just like talk to myself at home. Like I if I'm doing a YouTube video unscripted. So I was, fixing these pins I have I collect Disney pins and I have for since 2008 that's the first pin that I could find that I I was collecting so I was like oh I've been collecting Disney pins for 12 years and I was like oh that's a long time I was like that's probably something that someone doesn't know about me when I go to Disney I'm looking for I go to every pin stand I look for really cool or limited edition pins or whatever and people might think that's like weird like oh you could look pins or whatever but there might be someone out there that's like oh my god I <laughs> collect too. pins too yeah and then you, you're you missing out on like a relationship or a connection you can make with somebody because I might you know I, I mean at this point in my life I don't care but I might be like oh this is kind of lame I don't tell people I collect pins like I used to think people that collected stamps were weird like mm-hmm. who collects stamps right. you put them on the thing to send a letter but I'm just like talking to myself I'm like that's I was doing YouTube video I'm like so they have the new backings for the pin. So back in 2008, when I started pin collecting, the pin locks are actually different. So these new pin locks, I actually had to... Um, Remove the old one so that I could use the new key. I actually had to go on eBay and order the old pin lock key. It's actually a hex key, but the sizes are different now. So I had to go and order an old key to take the old pin locks off so that I could put the new pin lock so I can have the updated one so I can always make sure I can take the pins off because you can't just pull these off. If you pull the backings off, you can actually bend the backing and destroy it was like this whole thing and i was like yo this is deep this yeah, sounds right. dorky like, as hell i was interested right but i was like no one's gonna care and i'm like someone out there could like mm-hmm. i was like i you know it's not what i do on my channel but i was like damn imagine putting this out and someone's like oh my god yeah i do that too or I look at like that.'" Too.
1: so <laughs> and then get like a million followers like right <laughs> that's what i blow up on pins. disney pins <laughs> right.
0: yeah and i'm like but it is like if you, I don't know if they do it anymore. I haven't really like looked looked for like because I don't trade the pins that I get anymore because it's supposed to be like a trading thing. This episode, we talk about Disney pin trading, right. so <laughs> so you can actually trade with cast members that work at Disney. So I was like talking about one. I was like, this pin actually was so expensive at the time that I had to give the cast member one of my pins, buy her another pin for her to trade me that one. Cause it was valued at like $30 for that one pin. So it was like, it, it, it was this whole thing. And I'm like, Oh, it can, it could be a topic. It could be a way to make friends. But Like I said, you'd never know if you didn't mm-hmm. talk about it. Yep. Like it's,
1: it's, it's a whole new world. You can introduce two people Yeah, Yeah. It's being honest and communicating and just being yourself. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine if I, if you weren't being yourself, we would probably never meet. Right. Like, and I, I was never myself. and are like, well, I don't, yeah, I, I like uh, football and stuff. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to go online and say what everybody likes. Right. Like, yep. Yeah, go, go sports. Right. And you look at my page. This nigga boring. Right.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was like working for uh, that marketing company and then I was doing my YouTube channel. I was like, I have all the tools to look up, anything that i want to trend right now. So a useful tool is going on. It's called Google Trends and it's a website in which they tell you like you can put in different type the criteria, demographics, time or whatever to see oh, what is trending right now in searches on Google in the US or Google in Florida or Google in Sweden. And then you can use that and then, because they give you specific search, what the search terms are. So the way that you get clicked is, you know, does your title say something? Like, are the descriptive words or your descriptions in your YouTube videos matching that of which people are looking for? So I would be like, oh, like, oh, how to make slime. Oh, that's that's really that was high. popular back then. It was popular. Okay, well, I, I, all I have to do is... Um, how to make slime, uh, tips, tricks, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't I don't make slime. I'm not gonna make slime to get famous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to build this organically. I don't want to trick people into watching my videos. So, you know, it's it's literally like the tools are out there to fool people, they <laughs> really are. And I was like, okay, like, mm, what else? What else was popular? Yeah, it's going to be something I like. Um, Beyonce is pregnant again. I don't want to talk about Beyonce on my channel. I mean, I love Beyonce. I don't want to be like, you don't yeah. like Beyonce? Fuck
1: that oh, yeah. bitch.
0: Never listen to concert ever again. all our yeah. sponsors are, are, yeah, everyone just takes their money back. No, I actually really love Beyonce. I just don't care about celebrities' personal lives because yeah. they don't affect me. So, yeah, just like, you know, it. It's it's so easy to be fake as fuck on social media. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: Google gives you the tools to do it. Google gives you the tools to do it. I didn't know the Google Trends thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's stupid and I still don't really know how to work the website. It's very confusing. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can say, oh, like if I go on Google Trends right now. So I'm going to open it up really quick. I'm going to go on Google Trends and I'll tell you what right now is trending. I think, let me see if it defaults. Let's see. I'm to see if it's going to default to the US because it has my location because Google does that. Um, when you work in marketing, uh, you have to have a certain level. You can't be paranoid and work in marketing because you end up learning all the ways in which we can steal your information. Geofencing is still one of my favorites. One of my favorite things. Okay, so right now. Taylor
1: Swift and Kim Kardashian. Right. That's an example, or is that just
0: So right now is this is interest by sub-region in the past seven days, right? So Taylor Swift is trending everywhere in the world except for California. I don't know what these other states are, and then somewhere in the Northeast where Kim Kardashian is treading. So let's see. So let's I'm gonna click Florida, right? And it tells you everything they break it down by state so it's 67 percent of people are are googling taylor swift in tennessee and 33 percent are googling kim kardashian right now like you can do that
1: uh you you're literally learning marketing right now guys you're welcome so now let's
0: go back so let's say i want to know
1: okay so how do you iPhone. pick the state
0: so there's a map here mm-hmm. and you can click the state that you're in. So let's cool. say um, is you can put in a, oh, God, I've got to spell. So let's say you're looking for something specific. So in the search terms, I put podcast, right? So podcast, it'll tell me um, interest over time. So if I put interest over time for podcasting, it'll tell me it starts at November 24th or November 24th, 2019 to today. So, and you can do it by sub-region, metro, by city. Um, Let's see. So it'll say related topics underneath as well. And Michelle Obama. Yeah, Michelle Obama, former lady of the United States or whatever, um, that has gone up by 2200%. Yeah, so they have all these kind of stuff. So, Brene Brown, Dateline NBC, uh, Microphones, Spotify, you know, because people use stuff on Spotify, Related Inquiries, Michael Moore Podcast, um, Best Podcast 2020, downhill, Down the Hill Podcast, missing, uh, missing in Alaska Podcast, blah, blah, blah. So let's see that, Best Podcast 2020, right? So we can go to explore, we can do add to comparison so we can compare it to someone else, but we're going to go to explore. So bed, po- Best Podcast 2020. So, excuse me. So it'll tell you all the information for that, um, related topics, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience, murder, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah, it'll tell you, like, the interest over time. So if you see that the interest is peaking on the graph, you can say, oh, people are are looking for the best podcast in 2020. Obviously, 2020 is, like, basically over. So people are going to be looking at that. But that's a smart thing to look at, okay, best podcast to listen to in twenty twenty one. Right. So that's basically how you use Google Trends to find out what your what your interests are and then how you can make because these are these are search terms, searched terms to be specific. So these are things that people are Googling the most about these particular topics. So right now if let's say Joe Rogan experience is like number one in Google Trends right Always. now. Always <laughs> always you could do something that says um why why i only listen to the joe rogan experience or why i listen to the joe rogan experience because the joe rogan experience is in the title is in the title and then you put that also in your description it gets picked up by google and then it ranks better you're welcome uh, this is this was not my job. I was a copywriter, but I, we all worked in a room together and we all had to kind of work and do stuff. So what there was literally a guy who worked in on one side of the room, I'm like
1: addicted almost. I'm like looking at it. Right. That's how it gets. <laughs> yeah. But
0: it's like a rabbit hole. It's weird. So there was a guy who worked at a desk on the other side of the office. And his job was to find keywords, keywords that were trending at the time. And then he would do that. That was his job. He would just do research on those keywords for our industry. So what keywords are trending in our industry? Then he would then give the copywriters, which was me and my friend, those words. And we have to incorporate those words in our copy because those are what's going to get picked up by Google. And that's what's going to help us rank.
1: So that's dope.
0: Yes. So if that's what SEO is. When people are like, oh, you know, and improve your SEO, blah, blah, blah. It's search engine optimization. It's what helps you rank on search engines, which obviously Google is the number one search engine, like I believe, in like the world. Yes. So I use Yahoo. <laughs> I use Bing. <laughs> I use Ash Jeeves. So when you're so yeah, just little tip. So if you want to help rank better, you can look for keywords that are trending for your industry. Use those in your title in your description. Also, make sure you say them. So when you're putting a YouTube video up, this is specifically for video content, but if you're putting a YouTube video up, YouTube is owned, you know, by Google, if you put a YouTube video up and you say the words, when you watch a video, if you don't put a a transcription that you paid for that you wrote yourself, it'll automatically auto-generate those closed captions for you, which means that Instagram Google
1: started doing that too, by the way. Oh, nice. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: So what happens is they pick up what you're saying and that also helps you rank. So if you're putting those keywords in your title, in your description, and you're saying them, you rank much better on Google when people are searching for it. That's how, you know, when you watch a meme? Mm hmm. And it's like a Vine or something like that. I'm old, so my brain is not saying TikTok yet. But let's say TikTok. Let's say you saw a TikTok and it's trending and you know it's out there and you know someone's put it in a YouTube video. But you don't remember the name of it or who created yes. it. And you just put in, I don't have enough money for Chicken Nugget. It picks up what it's saying. Yeah. The video may not have been called, I don't have enough money for Chicken Nugget. Maybe it was called, I have 68 cents. And when you type that in, because Google creates those captions for you or YouTube creates those captions for I you. I always wondered
1: how they do that. Right. <laughs> and you it, I don't I don't have no money. <laughs> chicken nugget.
0: And you have twenty YouTube videos mm-hmm. with that meme in it because in that meme compilation, that was one of them. Yeah. Or people put them in the tags. So I also just found out that tags don't really help you rank better. Really? Tags are mostly for people who commonly misspell things. So let's say um, the Joe Rogan experience. And instead of E X P R I E N C E, they put in E-K-S-P-E-R-Y-N-C-E mm-hmm. or whatever you would put that as a tag because it would help people find you easier that like maybe commonly misspeller, or let's say people spell your name G I L L I A M Gilliam. Mm-hmm. Gilliam. Yeah. You know, you would put like hashtag Gilliam or something in there so that people can find it. Hmm. Yeah. That's Cause people do search tags. So tags are not unimportant. So let's say you're working for, um, glam, which is a skincare company. And, um, uh, Soko Glam is looking for posts. They want to look at creators posts or something. Um, if I put hashtag SoCoglam, Glam, it'll show up in the tags if they're looking through the tags. But as far as like ranking or someone random finding you, tags help a little bit more for people that commonly misspell it. If you have a name that's hard to spell or or it's things like that, that's what you put in. So I'll put poop
1: cast instead. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah. So culture... Couture, Couture theory, yeah, podcast, yeah, podcast,
0: yeah. podcast. Yep, that's that's that. So marketing, I used to think before I knew what it was. I was like, oh, this is horrible. Like, who would want to do this? I'm like, marketing. Sounds interesting. Marketing is everything. It is literally everything. When we blow up, I'm definitely paying someone to do our marketing because it's boring as hell and I don't want to do it. But I definitely am going to invest in and in
1: having like a marketer,
0: or a marketing company. I can
1: see how it can be. You ever watch Mad Men? No. It's really interesting. It's interesting. Is it about marketing? Yeah, the whole show is about marketing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Don Draper, he is a marketing uh pretty much like an agent, okay. but back then. So he gets ads, sets up the ad for them, the commercial, and all the other type of shit. And it's all marketing. Right. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. So you got some free advice, a but lot. you can help support more free advice. By donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash culture theory. So we're gonna be holding a live stream soon where we're going to be doing a little giveaway. Yes. And obviously it's not important to you guys because you guys are listening now already, Patreon patrons, but let your friends know. And it's you know what, actually it is important for our Patreon patrons to hear. So I think we're gonna do it where depending on the level at which you're donating at, that's how many bonus entries you're gonna get. So Anyone who donates prior to the live stream will get bonus entries. So if you're a Patreon patron, let's say at the $5 level, on the day of, you'll have two entries. One for being at the $5 level and then another five for the day of. If you're at the $10 level, you'll get two bonus entries Mm -hmm. where you'll get two entries for having, you know, one entry per $5 that you're donating to the Patreon plus an additional bonus entry for that day of. And then it just goes up from there. So Anton will be getting three. And <laughs> it's <laughs> $14.95. That's right. not a whole dollar. So Anton would be getting three prior bonus entries for donating $14.95. Thank you so much, Anton, again. And then additional bonus entries. So he'll have four entries. And right now we have a angel investor mm. that is offering a way better prize than I could have even imagined. Um, he kind of hit Gil up the other day. And said, I am I wanna offer this to your to your patrons. And I was like, well damn, fuck my little microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a whole little set, but this is this is this is amazing.
0: Right, right. So we we initially got stuff that we felt like if you were interested in podcasting, that maybe would work for you, but also would work for you if you do not podcast. Cause obviously there's people like my mom and I have some friends that support, but they're not interested in doing any of this stuff. So I was like, you know, some of these prizes they can get and they can use for anything, but this you can really yeah, use. Anybody can use it. Anybody this. can use it. You don't this. even need a computer. You don't even need yeah. a computer. Yeah. um Maybe just cash app, you know, yeah, cash app. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> a phone. Right. Just literally anything. So, I'm hoping that you guys, you know, obviously during that live streams, we're going to be giving out prizes, but we want, now that we have this in here and we're kind of finalizing everything, we want to take our time to make sure we really set this up because, I think we're going to get some patrons after we announce this. I feel
1: like we're going to get some patrons, some people, some new fans, some new listeners. Because that's all. We want more people involved in the community.
0: Right. Like, we're we're obviously this. We would love to do this full time as a job in which we need money to do. It's not like we're just trying to, like, you know, have this fat, big role on us all the time. We actually do want to do this full time. But the only way to do it full time is obviously is to be doing it as a paid thing Mm -hmm. you know we both have homes that we're still paying for Mm -hmm. and we we need the money to pay for them so if you guys want to hear us you know more full-time or want to do more stuff we have a lot of great ideas that are you know reaching out into the community to get some really good content then we would love for you guys to make sure you donate and help us do that and yeah, we need a lot of you. We're not asking you guys to give us a hundred, two hundred dollars each. We're asking for five dollars. Just five bucks. Just five, at least five dollars. And you can do a custom amount. Maybe you're like, hey, it costs me five dollars and thirty-five cents for my matcha every day. Let me give them my matcha for once, one matcha a month. Yeah, you can give us five dollars and thirty-five cents. That's, That's you can it. do that. You can do that. So, damn, this is so long. We might as well yeah, make this a a episode. Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> but this was supposed to be
1: a bonus. This was supposed to be a
0: bonus episode. And this, this is, this is turning like into like a full whole episode. episode. Yeah. It right? was good though. It was good yeah. though. It was great. Damn. We have to like redo the intro. <laughs>
1: um, you want to just use this as an episode?
0: Hell yeah. Let's just do that. Let's just use this as an episode. Yeah. And then we'll do a a little short bonus episode yeah. for our Patreon patrons at patreon.com slash culture theory.
1: All right. Yeah. So see what happens when you just. it just it was we're, we're, it's 10 o'clock in the morning is the perfect time because that's when we're just waking up and the ideas just start baking and cooking. Right. Yeah. They're ready to roll. Yeah.
0: So I guess I guess we're going to do it backwards today. So how was your week, Gil? <laughs> <laughs>
1: My week was OK. Yeah. Okay. Working. I'm literally working seven days. My last off day was Thursday. So I, I work Friday, Saturday. I'm supposed to be off today, but I'm working. And my next off day is next week, Thursday. It's a seven day straight. Yuck. Yuck. And I'm exhausted.
0: Yeah. yeah. Gil got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not like, yeah, finally. But I was like, man, Gil got to slow down. Like Gil's yeah. going to have to like slow down. Yeah. No, I
1: have. like, You have a lot. You know how many. Well, after we had a talk, I'm not sure we talked about it on the podcast. But you were like, okay. I have to take the podcast a little bit more seriously, so I've been not slowly, but been very um, reluctant. The word, you uh-huh. can't find the word. That's not what I'm trying to say. Being very aware of the time that we have right. for, for the podcast, which is Sunday. Right. So I've been very um, saying no to a lot of like different jobs and allocating it to the other times. So like, hey, let's do a shoot. Uh, let's do it on Saturday. Right. Before I go to work. Or let's do it on a Monday or let's do it on a weekday before I go to work. So, hey, Gil, are you free to hang out on Sunday? No, I'm not. Right. I'm not available. Why? I I have a podcast or I'm like, hey, I'm busy. I don't have the time. Right. So. And that alone, I've realized that I've been able to allocate my time, my energy towards a podcast. And it's been better. Yeah. You know, I've been able to save my energy for the podcast. We have a set time to record, and it's been good. Yeah, Gil's yeah. been
0: coming up with, like, great content ideas and yeah. posts and stuff like that just because now you have, like,
1: the time. It's the time and also just the 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 energy because it's like I'll have a shoot before I'll have the podcast or I'll be <laughs> fucking around with Jake somewhere, come back, record the podcast, rush you, rush the podcast, which I was obviously really sorry. And then I'm like try to put some shit together, and then don't really edit the podcast because I'm editing other shit. Right. Even now, I'm still, I'm still editing other shit that I haven't really finished. But now I've been really purposeful. Purposeful? is the word? Purposeful. Purposeful. Trying to grow the podcast. um, Edit. Edit it properly. Uh, record it in a way that I'm fully here. Right. I'm not like thinking. Outside that's what I'm looking for. I'm not I'm fully here. And I could tell you you've realized that. Right. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. Because anything that is worth having is worth taking your time on and doing well. Mm -hmm. And I I notice like when I rush YouTube videos out, they're not great and people aren't watching them. I mean, y'all really don't watch them anyway, but you know, people aren't watching them and I don't want it to be where I feel like I'm just pumping out content to pump out content. Like, I want people to come back and watch my videos over and over again the same way I want people to come back and listen to these episodes over and over again. Like, when I listen to the podcast that I listen to, I might not just because obviously I don't have the time. But I would go back and listen to an episode again and be like, yeah, this was cool, you know. Or, oh, I didn't I didn't hear that the first time or whatever. You know, just make really good content, like evergreen content that people want to come back and revisit. But... You know, I, I I obviously know when we rushed or we kind of just threw something together and when I listen to it, I'm just like, yeah, I probably won't listen to this episode yeah. again just because it wasn't like it was very spur of the moment. It wasn't something that we, we were into. It was kind of like, oh, uh, we were busy and we have an hour to record. Yes. Let's go. You yeah. know, and we're like throwing out some content. So. This is something that like obviously we want to make viable and I would love to be like these podcasts on Patreon making 80, 90, a hundred thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and it's not the money thing. It's, it's not. Like you were telling me yesterday that Vic was like, oh, I don't think the, the winning the lotto would help, but it's, it will, but it just will give us that time. Right. Like, exactly. Like, look at this fucking room. Like, I don't even have the time to finish it. Right. <laughs> because it's just work other shit, the podcast work. And <laughs> if we had the, the allocated time, the space right. to just create the podcast, work on it, set up the camera. Like I really just want to set the camera up and have it in a way that it's not in the way we can just click record with live and then boom. And exactly. then we just leave the set here because I'm not doing photography here anymore. So it's just strictly for the podcast. Like these couches are here for a reason that I'm like, this is for the podcast. Right. I want to set the camera up in a way we can just click on or boom, we're live recording. Right. And I'm just really serious about the podcast because I know that it can be something you keep saying that something big is going to happen. Right. And I, I could feel it. Yeah. So
0: I don't know what it is, yeah. but like I get these really intense feelings before something's going to happen. And it's like, I'm a medium guys. It just, it it's very vague. It's kind of like, something is going to happen with this and it'll give me like either a positive or a negative feeling about it. So I have a really strong, positive feeling about the podcast, which in my head, I'm like, damn bitch, you know, cause I have a YouTube channel. I've been, yeah. <laughs> I've been working on for like years. So I'm just like, damn bitch, you can give me a little something too on the side. You know, a little note <laughs> in there.
1: No. Right.
0: So I don't know, maybe, you know, when, I, when the podcast blows up, I'll yeah. just
1: plug my thing all the time and people able to watch it. But it's, no, but I, I noticed that a lot about, um, not a lot about a lot of, content creators that i know they come together either in in a collective group and then they have their separate channels like becky and chris one of my favorite youtubers i fucking love them they have a youtube channel together but they're like different people like she is a graphic designer an interior designer and he's a fucking doctor you know what i'm saying but he has a hobby he's into like flying drones so and they they have a helicopter they actually own a fucking helicopter. Damn. So they have a YouTube channel set up just for their helicopter rides. So they have a drone set up at the bottom and then just that alone. But they have a podcast, that podcast channel. And then they have their photography channel. Right. So it's, it's just like that all that grew when their main YouTube channel, their vlogs blew up. So then they were able to say, Hey guys, you love this about us. Hey, check out his channel. Check out our other channel. And then, Oh yeah, I like them. So let me try that out. Let me I, sh- I like that. I try that out. So I feel like once this podcast gets to a place where, you know, we have more viewership, we have more sponsors, we have more Patreons, and we have just globally just more people witnessing our amazingness, right? We'd be able to be like, Hey, by the way, uh as a thing has an amazing channel where she does skincare for people of color and da da da. She tries this out. If you don't wanna if you're interested in this, try that. Oh yeah, Gil, he uh yeah. <laughs> He, yeah. He does stuff too. Yeah. You know, check that out. And then I really want to like we were talking on the phone. You're like, we haven't done a uh creator shout-out in a while. It's right. like I really would love to just do a thing where, yo, creator of the week, such and such. Boom. Check this person out. They're on Instagram, they're just featured on uh Broward County Vogue or something you know something interesting like and then (laughs) oh my gosh this person getting so much love I I just want to be able to help people right like I still go back to my my what my teacher told me in the seventh grade well she asked us like what do you want to do um like, what's something you really want to do is like I really want my art around the world and it's just helping other people like I want that to make people feel good like I feel like podcast is art it is like our voices is art like our ideas And we're sharing it with other people. Right. I really just want this platform to just help other people, you know, even when they're driving around, like some people say, I just put your shit on and drive, bro. This this shit's dope. I'm like, all right. I want this to be that positive vibe that people could listen to a safe place that other creators and inspire other people. They have a podcast. I want to do one too. And just have this be a safe place. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want that as well. Like I really feel like the podcast is, is therapy sometimes. Like sometimes we'll talk about stuff or I'll listen to stuff and you know, I'll tell you something or you'll tell me something. And I'm like, damn, that's like something that I probably wouldn't have brought up in a right. regular conversation. Right. <laughs> and it's it just feels so therapeutic yeah. sometimes yeah, to just does. get it out. Like, um, you know, like we just go day to day and you know, I talk to you about stuff or whatever, but it was like one episode of the podcast where I was like, I really feel like you gotta stop letting people um, treat you just any type of way or walk all over you because you tend to feel guilty for, you know, not like, like kind of like abandoning people or whatever. And it was like this whole thing. And you're like, yeah, you're right. And it's like I want people to have those breakthrough moments where they listen to our podcast and we're just sharing an experience or an idea. Yeah. And they're like, you know, what, you're right. You know, I can't tell my partner that I'm, you know, uh, really into taking photos of apples and he just he really has he has an apple phobia and i just—I just i just don't think it's gonna work and you know it's like well maybe you shouldn't be with that person or Mm -hmm. whatever because now you have to imagine like oh well i can give up apples for him and it's like well is he gonna go to therapy for you like you know it's it's and you're like oh my god wow yeah you know and then you leave him and you're like wow i ended up finding out a guy who actually is an apple connoisseur so now i have more apples to take photos of yeah we go apple picking we make apple pies we love apples and you know i want people to have those moments on the podcast
1: and uh one of we're going to get to our questions i think in a bonus episode in our bonus episode but yeah. i was talking to someone and there were this is close bear with me but they're talking about how uh friends who you know have sex together and i they were asking me like what was that i was like what was that ba- relationship was based off of was it based off of like pure friendship or was was it just based on like some other ulterior motive right and and i feel like some people aren't going back to our same point aren't honest with themselves aren't honest with their partners so just be honest tell the truth be yourself Th- that's just going to be the point yeah tell the truth be yourself always yeah
0: always so we're gonna s- we're gonna get into our really quickly our pod decks question of the week mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> we're all like uh, we're this, doing this, this
0: backwards. is like all over the place yeah we're doing this backwards today so our Poddex question of the week comes from um, the podcast interview deck or the pod the podcast, pod. the Poddex interview deck. This is the Black Deck. And we've used this a few times because mm-hmm. we actually did a podcast episode yeah. where we just Two a times. podcast a Poddex episode. <laughs> we did it twice. <laughs> twice. And um, yeah, if you're interested, you can go ahead and check out Poddex. Travis Brown is the creator. He's really dope. He not only is the creator of Poddex, but he actually has... Um, really good information people that want to do podcasting and content creating as well so if you wanted to you can head over to poddex on ig and he can give you some super neat tips and tricks he's a really cool guy and you want to make sure that you're having the best experience on your podcast as you can obviously by making money doing it or even just helping people be their best self so Anyway, so we're going to get into our project question of the week. And this one is, which band or artist, dead or alive, would play at your funeral?
1: I uh, Band or artist? Hmm. Wow. There's like one song that I, I'm really happy <laughs> that I shared. When I was in the, uh, when I was seven at Venice, there was this leadership. um it's like this thing where like after you graduate, like when you graduate, because in the community, we're technically not supposed to not not supposed to be in public school, but being in public school is like being in the world. Like you're kind of easily tainted, right? right?? So what they really want us to do is go to their private school, which is a thing. And people are not going to admit this, but they want you to go to their private school. But my parents, like, nah, we can't really afford that. We're just going to send you to public school, which is fine. I'll just be the light of the world while I'm outside of the church. So we do a, we have two graduations. We have the graduation of a public school and the graduation in the church. Right. So at the church, they asked us to play like, hey, what's, what's your song? You have to write a song. And it's always supposed to be like a hymn. It's supposed to be a Bible song. I'm like, Everlong by Foo Fighters. Okay. So I, I made them play that and made them say it. Oh, Guillaume Dormius, um, two thousand eight. Uh just Giller High School favorite song? Everlong.
2: <laughs> and
1: I was like, Yeah, playing that secular shit in Hill. Hell yeah. So Everlong. Forever Now. just one of my favorite songs.
0: Nice. Yeah. I don't know which song off this album because I would have them play this whole album, but The Internet. Yeah, um, you like that song. Like the group. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend like I remember everyone's name because I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not good with names. That has nothing to do with you guys. I actually love you guys. Amazing you She called me
1: Gilbert one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start
0: calling you Gilbert now.
1: No, that's my brother's name. Shut up. I'm serious. I told you my, my family, my dad named me. Well, my, my older brother. Start first. Guy. Gilbert. Guillaume. Gilbo. Gedalia. No, Giland, and then Gedalia. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: literally and guess what his name doesn't start with g at all
0: wow yeah okay where did that come from
1: uh in bahamas and in haiti they used to call him boss gi because his name is ol his name is olgu or olgi so his last the last consonant i guess with g and u okay so they call him Gee, so he's like, "Oh, they called me Boss Gee because he had like a bunch of side jobs and doing a bunch of shit." And he's like, "Oh, he's the boss. His name's Gee." So, his kids, Gee. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Okay, shit. Yeah.
0: So, the Internet is a black band um, consisting of lead singers to the kid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be completely honest. I found out about the Internet years ago. And it was only because I had, like, a, a girl crush on Sid. And I don't know. There's something about her I just, like, love. I love her vibe,
1: her energy, her look. Do you get the same vibe from the girl who says, what's the... I can't think of the song. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it,
0: I, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Sid, Sid is, like, she has such a vibe. So I used to listen to Odd Future a lot. And Sid was part of that collective. And then a few people from... Odd feature broke off and they created a band called The Internet, which is really good. Her voice is beautiful. It's very like, I don't know, like if it makes me feel like I'm in a void just floating and I'm just like vibing. I don't know. So anyway, their album Ego Death is really good, but they have a song called Under Control, which I really, really love. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would pertain to me at a funeral as a dead person, but Yeah, Under Control is one of my favorite songs on that album. Also now Penthouse Cloud because of the state of the world. So I think Penthouse Cloud is a really good song to listen to in 2020 if you guys haven't listened to them already. But yeah, Ego Death, that album got me through college. And nope, never seen or heard of that person before.
1: Yeah, she has this song, really dope song. Yeah, Coffee.
0: But yeah, if you guys... If you guys ever want to um, ace your finals and get into the National Honor Societies and also be on the Dean's list, then listen to Eagle Death when you study. Don't know what it was about it, but now every time I want to be super productive, I listen to Eagle Death, and it brings back those feelings.
1: What do you listen to when you want to be sad? Though
0: I have a playlist called Sad Sack that I talk about in one of my videos, and. There's one song on there from Coco called Remember Me. It's like the main song, but I listened to the version that Miguel sang. Oh my god, am I still connected to this bad boy? <laughs> so if I if I really need to cry and I want to get it out. I'm going to go down to my library. Also, I'm sorry, but I don't know how people don't like Spotify. They're like, it's so hard to use. I was like, Apple music is hard to use. What do yeah. you guys? Spotify what sh-
1: looks nice, though.
0: Spotify is so seamless. I really don't understand what people don't understand. So I have Remember Me. Um, this is only the version by Anthony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. um, which is the kid who sings. Um, oh, my God. What's Miguel's. Ver- uh, songs in the movie whatever. but I have Remember Me on here I have Circles by Mariah Carey Hear My Call by Jill Scott oh, bitch when I was depressed I used to listen to that shit um, After the Storm Doing It Wrong by Drake which my husband hates that song um, Half Moon by Dean Thinking About You 911 one slash Mr. Lonely by Tyler the Creator that song is pretty good like if you're bummed about like people like if people are bumming you out um loner by Uchi. i think it's cali Uchi. is that how you say her name i don't know Mm. um let's see oh never had a dream come true by s club (laughs) seven (laughs) That
1: alex likes (laughs) s club seven
0: um and then there's a song called lonely by mac Ayers. but anyway i'm gonna let you listen to this version of remember me from coco and then you'll hear why this i listen to this when i'm sad
2: me each it's time you hear a sad guitar, guitar.
1: I know that i'm
2: with you, you the only
1: Yeah.
0: So I went (laughs) for my seven year anniversary. We went to Disney for a few days and there was a mariachi band. We went to Epcot and there's a mariachi band playing music and they were playing songs from Coco. And I was like listening and I'm like excited. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And like I was already really emotional because like the whole day was just it was so beautiful and relaxing that I like cried. Like I literally walked onto the Disney property and cried um I was just so overwhelmed with like joy so I'm already like in that sensitive state but I'm just like really enjoying myself and whatever and they're like playing these songs and I'm dancing and I'm clapping and I was like yeah and they like they're like all right our next song is gonna be the the I don't forget how they phrased it but basically like the the main theme song from Coco or whatever and I knew they were gonna play it so I start walking away and my husband grabs me he's like where are you going? And they're like, remember me. Or it's, recuerdame in Spanish. And I was like, that's why. And he's like, but you love this song. Exactly. And I was like, I know. And they start. And I immediately, I'm like, tears are just like flowing. I love, because I love this song. It's, you have to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Because listening to it outside of it, it's like, oh, it's nice. But when you watch the movie, I swear to God, Gil, if you watch the movie, you don't cry. I'd be so surprised.
1: I don't like Disney movies, though. No, 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 no. Is See, it a Disney movie? Is, it's a Disney
0: movie. Huh. The thing is, right, so, like, I like movies that I feel like a good message. Like, that's why I don't really care for, like, Frozen and stuff. Because it's like, oh, I'm sad because is there a I hurt my in sister. I don't know what it is. I really I don't know what don't it is. don't get it. So, I don't like movies like that. Like, I get why people are attracted to those things and i get the appeal but i don't understand why people like them so like my favorite disney movie to this day and i rewatched it just to make sure is pocahontas because she's free-spirited she doesn't want to do what her dad's telling her to do she's happy she wants to um she wants inclusivity she wants everyone to be one thing we're all one planet you have to love the animals and love each other and like and i love that message of just like let's just be free spirits in the world and that's what pocahontas was in the Disney movie. And I love that in real life, she actually hates John Smith. Like she doesn't even like him. And I, I don't know why that makes it better, but I love it. And then Coco is really about family. So.
1: Is the rock in that movie?
0: No, that's Moana. Oh, okay. So Moana is a good, as it's like one of my, it's probably gonna be like third or fourth
1: favorite Disney movie,
0: which I like it as well because I also love the message. Cause she's similar to Pocahontas in the, I'm not going to do what everyone's telling me to do. You know, you're all living based on fear, which is also like something in Pocahontas. And I'm going to go out there and show the world that like, you know, I'm not going to die living here, you know, in fear and just doing mundane monotonous things. Like I want to live my life. So Um, But anyway, in Coco, it's a a strong message about, a little bit about, like, doing your own thing and and not just, oh, your family. Because also, again, like, in Coco, his family lives in fear because they believe that there's a curse on their family that has to do with music. And so he goes out there to prove. Is that the one with the skeletons? Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Okay.
0: So he goes out there to prove it. And he goes, I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but he goes out there to do some other stuff. I think I've seen it. Yes.
1: Is it a... Uh, the Dead Parade or something? Yes. Oh, I've, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, you know, like, I love that message of, like, family and togetherness because, like, oh, God, I'm getting, like, deep on here. But, like, I didn't have a big family growing up. My family still, to this day, lives in other countries and other continents. So, for me, I didn't grow up with family and stuff like that. But um, I have a little brother. He's actually my half-brother. And his family is really, like, a lot of his family's here. And they have a really close-knit community and it's really close-knit family. And it's funny because although I'm not directly related to, like, blood related to them, anytime I would go to, like, a, a family gathering, they made me feel like I've known them their whole lives or, like, a family or whatever. So Coco came out and it was, like, it was so beautiful because, like, it made sense to me. Like, that feeling of wanting to keep your family together and, you know, and just, like,
1: um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they were the the dead parade. So then they were begging the family to remember them, like give them praise or something like that. So not praise, but I forgot. I've seen it when it came out.
0: Oh yeah. So basically in the, I mean, I'm not, it's not like spoiler, spoiler, because it's old, uh, it's old, Yeah. but in the movie they believe that, um, the family is cursed and music is the reason yeah. that the, his great grandfather died. And wait, yes, because Coco's his grandma. No, Coco's his great grandmother. So his great grandmother's f- father. So it was like great grandfather. His great grandfather was a musician and he was friends with, I don't remember what his name is. It's something De La Cruz and De La Cruz stole his grand, his great, great grandfather's music and was saying that it was his own. And, um, come to find out he didn't want anyone to know that that music did belong to his great, great grandfather. His name was Hector. And so whatever De La Cruz killed Hector.
1: Yeah. I remember that. So that no one would find out Mm -hmm. that
0: that was actually his music. And one of the songs that became famous was like, remember me, but remember me was not supposed to be like a hit. It was a song that Hector sang to his daughter, which is his great grandmother, um, Miguel's great grandmother. And it was a song he sang to her because he left to go on the road a lot. So he went and he would sing it to her before he'd he leave. This song called Remember Me. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone thought that Hector left and abandoned his family and never came back. But actually he got killed yeah. one night by whatever, De La Cruz. And... Yeah. So like the whole movie is like Miguel going to find Hector because everyone thinks that Hector abandoned the family. So his, Miguel's grandmother tries to, um, you know, kind of like shun him and, you know, and shun music because he thinks that they're cursed by music and music was the reason that he left and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so I ended up, whatever. So Miguel ends up resolving everything at the end. He Finds the picture of Hector. Puts it on the ofrenda. The ofrenda is like a. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. um, For the family. And that's what like. um, The Dia de los Muertos is every year. Where you Mm -hmm. go and you honor your family. And then having their photo there. And stuff like that helps you remember them. And if you forget them. Because you know they don't have the photo. Or there's no one that remembers them. Then they disappear. And that's the whole movie. Is him trying to get. You know. The memory of Hector back so because Coco was the last person who remembered him and if she died and they didn't get the picture back no one will remember him and stuff. it was it's such a good yeah it's it's a re- I remember it
1: being a really good movie I think we've seen it in theaters yes
0: yeah. and I was in that movie balling yeah. balling and I don't really cry like I didn't cry during Fox and the Hound I don't really cry during movies that much unless they like really touch me like Pocahontas when she sings Colors of the Wind Woo, bitch. I don't And it's a beautiful song but like this like real messages in there like you think the only people that are people are the people that look and think like you. And I'm like
1: yeah, it goes over people's heads. Yeah, when you're a kid
0: you just sing it and you're just like whatever, but as an adult you're like, "Oh shit." And that's how like especially in this country, it's like, yeah, you a lot of these people think the only people that are people are the people that look and think like you. Um yeah, so it's just it's like a really beautiful movie it's like you know have you ever done this or done that have you ever actually like lived outside of your own head and that's why i love like multicultural stuff and me being biracial i think it's beautiful like bringing cultures together and stuff like you know i love grill, but i also like eating sugar pie and i love legume but i also like eating and i know people think this is gross but you cook (laughs) you cook scrambled eggs inside of hot maple syrup like that's i love that i love that you know my mom grew up eating snow with syrup that was tapped from the tree and i love that my dad grew up um and his dad owned buses in haiti like i love that they had just like vastly different lifestyles like vastly different lifestyles
1: so that would that makes and then they come together and they make you right exactly
0: and then there's me and podcast yeah (laughs) podcasting (laughs)
1: Yes, we're going to get the greatest people in this country and bring them together, and we get a <laughs> podcaster.
0: <laughs> people are like, how did that happen? How did your parents meet? I was like, I don't know. They spoke. They both speak French. Like yeah. my daddy, I, I love my dad, and I love that I'm here, obviously. Um, oh, you couldn't tell a teenage years, bitch. I wanted to die. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I love that my dad um, you know, had the life he had. And came over here and wanted better. But my dad was loaded. Like, his family was rich in Haiti. He was at that level of richness where he could do anything illegal. And if the cops tried to pull him over or stop him and he said, my name is, you know, da-da-da-da, the police would be like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh Oh, Uh oh. Yeah, uh oh, (laughs) oh. And let him go. Like, he was at that level of rich. Um, And then he's like, I want to go to America. And I was like, (sighs)
1: That's good. Yeah. I um, guess we answered that question 30 minutes ago. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know what it is, guys. So, we're going to wrap up this episode, but we couldn't have this episode if not for our amazing Patreon patrons like you. So, if you have not done so already, don't forget hey, Patreon's open to everyone. Okay. There's no limit, you know? And then for as little as $5, you can hear our bonus episode which we put out every Wednesday on our website, culture theory And you'll be able to support a beautiful podcast and this dope content and these free tips and tricks that you get. They're like, well, I got to support man. I'm going to go put it out anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, imagine, imagine everything shuts down again and we're not working. Let's say that's a true shutdown, mm-hmm. right? Hours are limited. That's we're happening. not working. It's coming. It's coming. And, we cannot work, you know, and we don't have the money to podcast, you know, because we're out there begging for money on the streets now because everything's shut down right. and they won't give us another stimmy,
1: you know. Can you can help us. You want us podcasting in the streets? You want us podcasting in the streets? Actually, we could podcast in the streets yeah, using the broadcaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have no excuse. The right. Roadcaster Pro can work on battery power, right? But our Patreon helps to support the show so that we can, you know, come here and spend the few hours that we do have working and making awesome content for you guys. But, you know, we couldn't do it without our amazing Patreon patrons like Ya boy Jay Pizzy, Vic Peck, Kenneth Collins,
1: Alberto Glover,
0: Antonio mcfadgett
1: Gadalia Dormius,
0: my mom,
1: Andre Harris.
0: Ashley and Anton. Anton. So, like I said, our show is due to amazing Patreon patrons like you. All right. Y'all are the bee's knees. Y'all are the bomb.com. Y'all hit. You slap. All all that. that. All right. So, thank you again so much for listening to this episode of Culture Theory. If you haven't done so already, don't forget to donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash culture theory. Also, make sure to check out our website where we also upload our videos, our videos. Wow. This is not a video. (laughs) I'm (laughs) a YouTuber. I'm so sorry. Um, We update our podcasts. Um. It's open to the public. There's a private page for our Patreon patrons to listen to our bonus episodes in which we give you guys our secret stories that happened. I think last week's story with Anton is
1: hilarious.
0: You guys are really missing out if you're not there. Five dollars. It's as little as five dollars. You can support the show. And um, yeah, so make sure you hit us up. Also on Instagram at. Culture Theory. At Culture Theory Podcast. And yes. I if people laugh because I say Instagram.com slash Culture Theory Podcast. You can still yes. go on Instagram on the computer. I do it all the time. You just can't post. But you can post IGTV TV videos. You can do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see if you can post Reels from there.
1: You can't. Damn. That yeah. would have been so Reels good. Reels is only mobile. And Reels is very limited. Yeah. Like I try to post that video of the bonus episode clip. And it won't let you do past a certain time limit. Yeah. It's pretty stupid. Yeah,
0: pretty dumb. But Reels is the future, I guess. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to this episode of Culture Theory. We will see
2: you guys next week. Bye. Bye.